We are two women who don't know much, but of three things, we are absolutely positive. Number one, we are in our mid-twenties. Number two, we both enjoy reading fanfiction. Number three, we are unconditionally and irrevocably in love with the Twilight Saga! We'll talk all things Twilight. We will read and review Twilight fanfic, and then we'll talk about whatever the fuck we want to. Yay! I'm Katie Platt, and I'm Jenny Walton, and, and we are two stupid lambs. Hey, Jenny. Hi, KP. What's up? Nothing much. It's a uh, Thursday. Wow, it is Thursday. It's Thursday. I can't even believe it. I know. It's been a week. Has it? Yeah, I'm looking for a new roommate. How's that going? Any weirdos? No one, like, totally weird, but it is weird to be interviewing people over FaceTime. Yes. We found someone we like, but it's going to be weird having this girl move in, having never met her. Oh, so she's not going to come over and look at it? No. Did y'all not want that? Like, did y'all not allow that? I mean, we probably should invite her Mm -hmm. to look at the place, because she does live in Culver. But a bunch of the people that we were talking to don't live in the area. Got it. So I'm I'm judging you like I would do anything different because as you know, we have a room open yes. up in our apartment and we filled it with someone that we never even met in person. Yeah, so has anything happened to you this week? Any um anything to note? Anything of excitement? How's the job search going? Oh, KP. It continues to search. Mm-hmm. I finally finished a draft that I'm proud of. Perfect. Took us eight months. And then I, like, probably did some stalking of people I shouldn't have stalked. But other than that, you know. Who doesn't? Who doesn't occasionally creep on someone's Venmo? Yeah. Own yourself. How's your week going? It's going good. My sister's in town for Mm -hmm. the month, which is great some days. But I'm a very, like, private person. I'm just so used to spending most of my time alone. So now I feel like I have, like a newborn baby or a dog to take care of now. You know what? I tell people this all the time. They never believe me until they actually experience it. So I went out with my friend Lee and Courtney, and Lee is very similar to me. We're both kind of, like, very nervous and just very, like, socially anxious, but, like, fun. Yeah. We went out to a bar together, and Lee immediately saw the effect that Courtney had on people, and we were even waiting in line at this bar, and there were these three beautiful British men in front of us. I know. I did not get my hopes up. My arms were crossed as they almost always are. I was like looking into the distance, like trying so hard to like act like I was uninterested and just nervous in general. And so was Lee. Lee was the exact same way. But of course they started talking to Courtney. Yeah. And she was just ha 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 laughing, laughing, laughing away, like so natural. And they were so cute and funny. And we started talking about Forrest Gump and they started talking like southern and it was just great and then they asked if they could get a table with us and um i self-sabotaged katie and i made courtney leave with me katie i know i know you see that's where i'm like you don't do yourself any favors i know i I certainly don't i certainly don't. you certainly don't and her accent is like yours times 10 after you come home yeah yeah because your accent is thick when you come what is home to these days? Is home California or is home Alabama? Oh my god, Jenny, let's not get into this existential debate <laughs> that I have. I'm like, this feels like home. But then I go home and I'm like, what? what is this? But do you know what's our home forever and always? I think I know what our home is. Forks, Washington. It's called Forks, Washington. Population, 
3,902. That's probably not right, but I'm sure it's probably pretty close. It's probably gotten bigger since Twilight. Honestly. Really? You think it has a booming industry? I think it has a booming Twilight yeah. industry. I actually I have an idea for a script that I have to tell you about. Okay. Oh, I can help. Should we maybe start talking about what this whole pod is about? Absolutely. We definitely should. We're going to talk about something that's controversial, but not controversial. It's controversial in that we still can't believe it freaking happened. That it happened. And I have not met one Twi-hard, or even person who's read Twilight, who's like fully loved what happened. Yeah. And what we're talking about is Breaking Dawn, the novel. The fourth book in the Twilight Saga franchise. It was, oh god, the wait was so long. It was so long. I, did you go to the midnight release? Of course I went to the midnight release. I went to the midnight release and ran into my English teacher. Yeah. I got her obsessed with the Twilight books. I did a book report on Twilight and I saw her in line. She honestly owes you so much of her Dr. Pickett and joy of life. Wellesley Middle School. If you listen to this, <laughs> shout out. Shout out. And you're welcome. You're welcome. Of course I went to the midnight releases. And yeah. I remember this horrendous outfit I wore. I wore a black tank top, a zebra striped cardigan, Ooh. and I had a red purse. It was like the black, white, red pink. Did I go alone? Yes. Did I go alone? I sure did. I had my mom... Drop me off and then pick me back up. Oh, I had my mom wait in line with me. Oh, my mom was like, absolutely not, you freaking loser. So I had to get a, a number. I went to the booksmith earlier in the day, got my number, and then that was the order that you went in line. This is so sad. This is like what people are going to like write down in history books one day. I know, but it was so fun. It was the most fun It was the most life. fun. I went in my pajamas because it was midnight, got home, and I read the entire first section mm-hmm. in one go. But you bet your bottom dollar I screamed when I turned the page and I saw Jacob. She switches to Jacob's perspective. Jacob Black POV in the very last Twilight book. After never having switched POVs before. Not once. Not even giving us like a glimpse into Edward's mind. Yeah. And it's Keep in mind, this is before anything about Midnight Sun was coming out. Yeah. We had no hint or a glimmer of hope that we were ever going to get Edward's perspective. And to me, by by breaking dawn, by the time, like, Bella has had the wedding, she has chosen Edward, Mm -hmm. and you think I somehow want to read the POV of, Of like, of Jacob, of now a a, a secondary character. Like a butt-hurt wolf I, it, who was moping around because his crush went after a vampire. Yeah. We've been here. We have. And honestly, when, when I think about it, I really think that the rest of that chunk of the novel, I think it could have been told from Bella's perspective and been just as enlightening. Just as enlightening, just as interesting. Like, she literally was like, fuck this, I don't want to do, I don't want to write about the most complex thing Bella's going to go through. Yeah. Uh, did I like seeing that sneak peek into the wolf mindset? Yeah, I found it interesting, but I would have found that shit interesting as, like, a side piece that she as put on Twilight.com. Or even release it, like, the short second life of Bree Tanner. Tanner. Yeah. Yeah, get out of here with that. So interesting, but I don't give a shit. I don't. I give no shits. I want Carlisle's reaction when they come home. Yay! I want to see Edward freaking out. Freaking out. I want to see how Bella and Rosalie become friends. Yes. Or at least dependent on one another. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Jacob 
going to a park trying to imprint yeah, oh on a girl. Oh my god. That, that was, aw- when I got to that part, I was like, what? You know what other part I got to in Breaking Dawn where I was like, what the fuck is happening? Bella, like, goes to Seattle. To, like, meet up with Jason Jinx at, like, a nice restaurant. Okay. We should, we should start okay, from Jenny, I'm sorry. Jenny just tightened her ponytail yeah. <laughs> as if she was about to literally go with We someone. have to, we should bring it back to basics. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Breaking Dawn has not come out yet. What were your hopes and dreams for the last Oh novel? my god. I knew that the Volturi were going to be involved somehow. Okay. And I was thinking that, like, they were either going to, like, kidnap someone mm-hmm. and they would have to go get them back. and they'd mm-hmm. have. So I, I did know the Volturi would be involved mm-hmm. in some way, but that's it. I just thought they would, like, kidnap her. They would do something to her. I thought that the Cullens were going to discover that the Volturi knew how to become human again, and they had been keeping that secret. That's an A-plus, A-plus speculation. And, I would read the shit out of that. And that they were going to try to become human, and the real kicker was that Edward was going to be the only one in the family to try to go through that reverse process, because... He wanted to be with Bella, but they didn't know if the process was going to kill him or not. So it's like this very hard thing where, like, Bella's like, I know I'll survive if I become a vampire, but Edward was like, no, I want to be human. Okay. That's good. That's and good. And I was really excited for that. Because my... Hey, Stephanie Meyer? Se- Stephanie Steph, Meyer? You hear that? You, that was from the brain of a 13-year-old. <laughs> okay. Hey, 13. 13-year-olds are smart, you know? Um, don't ever don't ever count out 13-year-olds. I think I mentioned this in a previous pod, but I was never a fan of Bella becoming a vampire. Yeah. Like, I just, I didn't like that life for her. So mm-hmm. that was my way of her still being human, but her also being with Edward, which was my ship. Well, it is my ship. That's, that's one way in that we're different, in that I myself want to become a vampire. If that life oh, yeah. existed, I would want to be a vampire so bad. Are you kidding? I think the Cullens are also dumb, too, by sending these, like, gorgeous children to high school. I know! That, I'm like, y'all brought that upon y'all selves. Don't, like, don't act like you have to do this. No one is making you go to no high school. No one is making you go to high school. No one is, it's like, we can stay in the place longer. Bitch, you're not doing anything. Yeah, what? You're not participating. It could easily be Carlisle goes to work and has a wife. And the rest of you are, quote-unquote, at college, but in reality, you're just chilling at the house all day. Yeah, major plot hole, honestly. It's whatever. So, I, that's what I thought, and when I, like, I had a really great time at the release party. I still have my name tag, because they, oh. everyone gave out name tags, and each, it was a Team Edward or a Team Jacob name tag. Obviously, I'm a normal, sane person, so Team Edward. Yeah. And I still have it, and it says Katie Cullen Pattinson. And, like, everyone else had, like, their full name on it, and I was like, very seriously wearing Katie Colin Pattinson. But it was great. I actually ended up winning Twilight Trivia. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So, needless to say, when the first fucking chapter is Bella with a rock on her hand getting ready the to go to the wedding. Yeah. And those two guys are like, oh, is that a, a Mercedes, Mercedes G1200? Yeah. I'm like, we know cars. <laughs> we know cars. Don't want to brag, but yeah. I was just so disappointed from page one. I agree. I remember reading it. I was like, okay, like, KB, like, keep reading, keep reading. And it then, could get better. It could get better. Yeah. And I was shocked. I feel like the, the wedding happened so fast. So fast. I was like, that's... We were on page, like, 35. And I was like, oh, my God. We've been building up to this. Yeah. Since Edward technically proposed in New Moon. Exactly. Built up all of Eclipse. Mm-hmm. And then it happens, like, that. Yeah. I'm not seeing the planning process. Yeah, no. It happened, like, a month. Yeah. 
I'm that's like, when I knew I was like, something's about, about to go to down in this book. Because that, that's a big book. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? They're already getting married. But I truly did not see, I did not see Renesmee, or as she was known back then, the little nudger. Yeah, the little nudger. I, did, I didn't see her coming until Bella realized that she was late. Yeah, no, not at all. I, not, it I did not even cross my mind. mind. Absolutely not. I I almost refused to believe it. I was like, we are, this, she is not about to have a baby. I, well, first, she gets knocked up. And then Stephanie Meyer has the audacity to bring us out of her POV just as she finds out she's pregnant. And not even that. We get Jacob's POV. We get <laughs> Jacob's. Bella's perspective would have been interesting. But Edward's perspective during that time, his tortured soul, when he's finally able to hear Renesmee's thoughts and realizes, oh my God, she loves you. Give me that. Give me that. Don't give me Leah bitching. Oh God. God. About shit. Or like, like they have so many scenes where they're just like guarding the house. Like running around. I haven't slept in three days. I know. I'm like, tell Billy I'm okay. Just crazy. Go away. And what do you think about the ending, the non-battle? I had just finished reading Harry Potter at that time. Spoiler alert, Deathly Hallows, fuck ton of people die. Yeah. And I was sad, but I also was like, you know what? That's the price of war. No one died. I was I was hoping for at least one person to die. Really? You're just, one of those people? Just for the stakes of it all. That's just not the vibe the series gave to me. I just, I, I don't think, I I didn't think she was going to kill anyone. I didn't think she was going to kill anyone, but I if, like, you know, even uh, Tanya had been killed. Irina was killed. Irina gave them away. Yeah, that's, <laughs> okay. Uh, bitch deserved it. I know a lot of people in the that. movie hated the the fake battle. I loved it. I loved it. That movie would have been so boring without it. And do you remember when Carlisle's head yes. came off? And, like, you didn't know that you it were in a It was, vision. like... I, everyone in our, our theater at the midnight release screamed. Gasped. Oh, literally, my, like... My gasp. <gasps> and then the battle started. I remember watching it, like, what the... Same. What is going on? And I remember and thinking, the, I know I wanted someone to die, but I don't want them to change it. Yeah. Like, it was very clever. I'll it say. was so clever and come so for smart. me. I'll say it. What are you supposed to do as two people who work in entertainment? Yeah, we please. are knowledgeable. I am unemployed, but it's okay. Yeah. And to the gotcha part too. Like yeah. you fell into it. So oh. we all did. We everyone all knew. did. Everyone did. Everyone did. Everyone believed it. It's just a complete and total. It's like so anticlimactic. Yeah, it, it, it's even anticlimactic, and you know the wolves want to kill Renesmee. Right. But then Jacob imprints on her, and it's like, fine, fine. Nothing of consequence. Which, okay, yeah, let's get to that. So not only does Bella have a supernatural baby, but Jacob imprints on her as an infant. God, it was so weird. And honestly, as soon as, like, we got to the part where they're like, what names are you thinking of? Threw up. Vomit. Uh, vomit left my mouth. And then she said that her middle name was going to be Carly. For Carlisle oh, and Charlie. Oh, God, I forgot about that. I didn't mind the Carly. Because Carly, one, is a normal name. True. And two, the fathers in the book play a way bigger role than the mothers. Yeah. Renee, we see her for maybe 50 pages total in yeah. the entire series. Carly is there through it all. Edward so looks up to Carlisle. Yeah. That I was like, why couldn't you just start with Carly? But no, you went with 
Renesmee. Before the book was released, I literally was on so many, like, YouTube videos and, like, fan sites where people were trying to predict what happened. Mm -hmm. And there was this one comment under this YouTube video that was like, my aunt got the book early, and I read it, and Edward and Bella, like, get pregnant, and they have a baby named Renesmee, and I just was laughing so hard. I was like, wow, if you're gonna, like, fake, if you're gonna fake knowing what happens in the book, like, at least make it realistic. No, that no, was that, real. That was that happened. That is what happens in the novel. Just like the fact that she ages so quickly, like yep. And look, Twilight does require you to, to suspend so much disbelief, but this was pushing it. Breaking Dawn, just you know, it is a part of the series, but we just don't acknowledge it. We don't acknowledge it, and that's the beauty of fan fiction, right? Yes. Is if you don't want to acknowledge it, you can kind of create your own version. Or find another person's vision that more aligns with yours. Or you can just go into a completely alternate universe where both Edward and Bella are humans. Yes! Which is the kind of fanfic that we read. It's like, they're both humans, but there's um, similar traits, I guess I should say. Exactly. And, you know, that's a great segue into talking about this week's fanfic. Yep. Which, um, I this is called Fridays, Fridays at, at Noon. noon. And it was, I read it when I was, you know, like I did for all Twilight mm-hmm. fanfiction. I read it when I was around like 14, 15. This is spicy. It's spicy, uh, but it is one of those fics. It's a little over the top. It's a little dramatic. A yeah. big soap opera. Yeah. Of course, Edward is like freaking loaded. But I just, I loved it. It was very, this one was like entertaining to me. This felt like yeah. very fast paced. It's called Fridays at Noon. It's written by someone named Trouble Follows on fanfiction. I think this was eventually pulled because I just sent Jay yeah, you had like a copy. Yeah. So the short summary is, Edward Mason's life intersects with Bella's at the restaurant he dines at for lunch every Friday. He's handsome, arrogant, and is used to avoiding love. She isn't impressed by the things that usually have women falling at his feet. And reader, that is a very short synopsis of what happens because... This was 687 pages. Oh, yeah. On Friday, June 18th at noon, Bella Swan's shift at Eclipse Restaurant takes a turn for the worst. Her boss, Rosalie, makes her wait on billionaire software tycoon Edward Mason in the private room. Edward is an asshole who keeps complaining about how if he had a nickel for everyone who apologized to him today. Well, Bella gets nervous and spills expensive wine all over his expensive suit and apologizes. She offers to pay for the dry cleaning and Mr. Mason takes her up on it, sending her the bill for $57. Pissed off, Bella decides to repay Mr. Mason in person and dumps $57 worth of nickels on his office desk. The next Friday at noon, Edward returns for his weekly reservation and demands that Bella is his server. The meal goes okay, but at the end, Bella notices that he did not tip her on his card. She returns to the private room and finds that Edward did indeed tip her, in all pennies. The friction between Bella and Edward grows. They go out on a disastrous first date, but Edward charms Bella into giving him another chance. She goes to his mansion for dinner, and by the end of the night, they kiss. Bella and Edward start to date. She meets his sister Alice, and he agrees to go camping with her, and they, of course, have incredible sex. But it wouldn't be Edward if he didn't have a past. (laughs) Slowly, Edward begins to reveal to Bella how his and Alice's mother died in a fire. Their distraught and emotionally distant father blamed Edward, and after Edward Mason Sr. tried to kill his son, Alice and Edward went to live with their Aunt Esme and Uncle Carlisle. Edward's former college rival, Jim Hunter, has also begun to stalk Bella. 
He believes Edward's tech company is partially his and is hell-bent on tearing it down. It all comes to a head when Jim Hunter attempts to kidnap Bella. She is able to thwart him, but it is too much for Edward. He breaks up with her for her own safety. Bella spends months trying to heal her broken heart. She's starting to get back on track when Edward returns. He tells her that he had spent the last few months traveling around the world trying to heal his demons. It is not until Bella and Edward attend the engagement party of his sister to Bella's best friend Jasper that Bella accepts that Edward has really changed for the better and he has changed for her. Jim Hunter returns to ruin their happiness. He kidnaps Edward, but Bella and Edward's bodyguards are able to rescue Edward just in time. After a period of recovery, Bella and Edward make an island getaway. Edward proposes to her and they marry on the beach that night. Later on, Bella and Edward think about what their children could be called. Maybe Penny. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm just dying to know after all that. What did you think? I absolutely loved it. <gasps> I... This... I'm losing my mind. I loved it. I mean, did I get a little tired after 400 pages? Yes. But, like, Edward in this, like, broken an asshole. Like, that push and pull intensity. Yes. I was like, this is triggering. Yeah. And I want it. As soon as Bella dumped those nickels. Yes. And then Edward repaid her with pennies. I was like, ah, I I do want to read that scene. This is the scene after Edward didn't tip Bella, after Bella served on him hand and foot at Uh lunch one day. And not only that, he gave her... He gave her... The dry cleaning bill, because she spilled wine on his pants. Yep. And he kept on talking about, like, if I had a nickel, anytime someone did this to me today, and he was, he just kept on saying that phrase. Yep. So, Bella, being the spunky person that she is, uh, decided to give him payback, but in a very respectful and polite way. So, I will be reading the role of Bella, mm-hmm. and Jenny will be reading the role, role of Edward. Edward. I was not expecting you, Isabella. You surprised me, which does not happen very often. Well, I just wanted to apologize one more time. Sorry for spilling on your pants. Sorry for not meeting your standards today. Waitress school was a real bitch. Sorry you are a pretentious ass for who some reason thinks that he can yell at people and make them a jittery mess when all they're trying to do is make a living because not everyone in this world can afford to buy $8,000 suits or drink 4,000 bottles of wine. Some of us scrape by having to watch every penny and nickel. $57. I believe that was what it cost you to clean your pants today. Consider us even. Wow. Okay, so I guess that brings us to a question. Is Bella annoying in this fic? No. No. I think she gets pulled in a little too easily. Yes. And she is a little... I don't want to say she's a little too sex-crazed, because, like, homegirl, I would be too. Yeah. (laughs) But Honey does like to think about the J. But you know what? Like, she has her own goals. She keeps pushing Edward's money away. That's Mm -hmm. a big reason why he likes her. Yeah. Is that she, you know, buys him a gift. He, She pays for his dinner. Mm Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I do like the fact that she has her own goals. I think it's interesting that she wants to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm glad that we got to, like, see that side of her. And I love, I just like seeing people, like, love what they do. And I was just happy that she loved what she did. I also really respect the fact that she, like, went and got herself a side hustle job. Because there's nothing wrong with being a waitress in between gigs. Yeah, absolutely. That's just something that really grinds my gears when people are like... 
I can't do that. I'm a banana. Right. No, she seemed like very just like mature. Mature. And cool. Funny. Funny. And you know, when the breakup did happen, mm-hmm. she was she was sad, but she was totally functioning. She went on with her life. Yeah. Like she, did. she she worked, she had friends, even you know, Tyler mentions to her that in the last couple of months she'd been looking really good and laughing more. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, I think this fic doesn't necessarily stay super true to canon. Right. Like, Edward definitely still has a temper, but he's I feel like he's a little bit more, to his degrees, anatomy, quote, dark and twisty. Like, mm-hmm. he has some serious PTSD. Yes. And there's a lot more trauma in his past that makes him so irrational, and he's a lot more hot and cold. Mm -hmm. But I think that fire between the two of them, it really reminds me of, like, when Bella and Edward first meet in Twilight, but that intensity is kept up throughout the whole... It is. That's a good way of saying that. Yeah, and I really enjoyed that. What was your sparkle meter? Oh, sparkle meter! (laughs) This is, like, Edward on Isle Esme lounging in the sun, like... Yeah, I just cannot tell you how attracted I am to, like, arrogant assholes. He... I I like a man who... God, I almost just said something so anti-feminist. But I... Here's... Okay, I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to back it up with what I like. I like a man that knows what he wants to do and will tell me what to do. Yeah. Like, I like when a man is like, we are going to go here to eat dinner. I like... Or like, we're going to do this. Or, like, this is what we're doing. I hate, like, I don't know, what do you want to do? We're not going to put this in the pod, but I love it when people tell me what to do in bed. I'm okay. Like, oh, that too. Oh, yes. Tell me what to do. We're actually 100% leaving that on the pod. Please tell me what to do. Please. I'm begging. Please. It's so hot. It's hot, but also helpful. So helpful because I'm, like, a pretty chill person in real life. And, you know, I... Like, I don't mind making decisions, but I don't want to make yeah. a decision. And I'm going to encourage you, too, to also maybe explore the side of you telling people what to do. I have started to get better about that. Okay. Yeah. Guys have started... I've had a couple guys ask me, like, oh, what do you like? And I hadn't really ever thought about that. So I was like, oh, let's just try a few things. Uh-huh. And then if I don't like it, I'll tell you no. And I've discovered a few things that are not bad, and I've discovered a few things where I'm like, we're not going to do that again. (laughs) That is going to be an X. Okay. Um, But I really, yeah, this was really hot to me. Yeah. Especially when they're in the camp, when they're camping, that first time they have sex. Ah. The camping. The camping is hot, hot, hot. Yeah, I I did think it was hot, uh, and I thought, well, like, the scenarios, like, Edward being a billionaire is, like, it's yeah. far-fetched. I did think it was, like, kind of realistic. Like, I thought the dialogue and everything yeah. was pretty... I mean, I think it got a little bit more ridiculous the longer it went. Yeah. But overall, I thought their relationship was very naturalistic. Yeah. I mean, they moved fast, but given the circumstances that they were in, I completely bought it. Yeah, same. Do you see this as being successful on its own? No. No? I, I It's hard for me, because I don't think this came out after Fifty Shades, but... I recognized a lot of Fifty Shades in it. Yeah. You know, like, Edward being super controlling, Mm -hmm. Edward having a lot of past trauma, him being a billionaire, Bella, you know, kind of going along with what he says, but sometimes talking back. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it can't really be on its own because Fifty Shades. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and it's just there. like when you're reading it, you could like buy into it and be like, yay, but I don't know if it would translate to screen. I don't think well, it would no. translate. I think it would be like really cheesy. Yeah, I think the best part is the pennies and nickels. Oh, yeah. Like, I that think that was. Uh, I just want to do that so badly. That is great. But yeah. I, so you you liked it overall? I liked it. I think this might be my favorite one. Wow. Yeah, I think this might be my favorite one yet. I'm so excited to hear that, and I think I'm going to reread it soon, because I think I'm due for a reread. A reread. It, it does. Reader, I highly recommend, but it's, like, not something you can read in a night. Oh, Because sure. I usually start reading these fics at, like, 11 o'clock when I'm starting to go to bed, and then I get so drawn into them. Yeah. So I started reading this at, like, 11 o'clock one night, and before I knew it, it was 1 a.m., and wow. I was maybe a fourth of the way into yeah. the book, and I was like, oh, shit, this is long. Very long. So we just thought that we would spend um, some time discussing where are they now? Twilight, Twilight? what's going on in, yeah. in the pop culture world concerning Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart? And in case you've been living underneath a rock, our Robert Pattinson, our beloved Edward Cullen, just, you know, we've just been on his team for so, so, so many years. years. He is Batman, baby! He is the new and improved Batman. And I, I think have he's going to gonna say, kill it. I was super skeptical. I was like, why do we need another Batman? Christian Bale killed it. But the trailer was so good. The trailer was so good, and I, I'm interested in... I think he'll execute the vision so There's a well. lot of Edward in Batman. Like, they're yeah, both absolutely. very, like, you know, serious and tormented, but, but have, like, this hero complex. Yes. And I'm I, excited. I'm really excited. I remember when I worked at Gersh, whenever we had projects come up, we were like, we need to find, like, an interesting male lead. And I'd be like, Robert, Robert Pattinson! And they were always like, why do you keep saying that? And I'm like, because oh, he's actually, like, really good and really talented, and you'll all see one day. And I feel like his time has really come. Yeah, like, I think it has, too. I think it... We're in a Twilight Renaissance we right really now. We are, because he's getting amazing roles, and then Kristen Stewart, Stewart who is playing Princess Di. And, dear listener, you should also know that Katie and I love the royal family. Yeah, oh, love, 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 love the royal family. And at first, again, I was skeptical of Kristen playing Princess Di, because I was like, I really don't see it, like, given her acting, you know, the Right, hair. I think it's, it'll definitely be risky, it'll, but we're rooting for you, Case too. And I read an interview with her, and she's like, this is the most serious thing I've ever done. Like, she's really taking it so seriously, and now that I think about it, like, Kristen Stewart is very much kind of an outsider in Hollywood. Like, mm-hmm. she never really does what anyone expects. Oh, for sure. And yet she's super beloved by her fans, which is Diana, yeah. you know? And I'm so excited. I can't wait. I think we need to pay more attention to her. I, I think, think she un- she deserves more attention than we give her. Well, she deserves... I mean, we give her a lot of we attention. We give her a lot like, of attention. But, like, all of y'all, y'all need to give her some more attention. I know. <laughs> I think we've talked about it before, but Charlie's Angels, mwah, 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 mwah. What's another? I watched her recently. Oh, Still Alice. Still I Alice. Still Alice. She was so good in that. I think this is on Hulu or Netflix, and it's like really cheesy, but I enjoyed seeing her in this role. Equals. Oh, is that the one with Nicholas Holt? Holt? Yes. Yes, I saw that, and I loved the concept. I did of too. It. it was like it was a little rocky, but I enjoyed it, and I had a great time. Yeah, I really think that. Oh, I, and I love that like uh, weed movie she did. Weed movie. American Ultra. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, okay, you need to watch that tonight. It's, I'll watch it. It's funny, and she's playing a pothead. Which, which, she method acting, I, perhaps? Exactly. 
Um, so you need to watch that tonight. Um, but I, re- I really think Edward, not Edward, Robert, Robert and Kristen are really coming into their own. Yes. And I think that probably they can both look now on the roles that really launched their careers and be like, that was a total laugh, but, like, we are serious actors. Yeah. Happy note is that Robert Pattinson <laughs> recovered from COVID. COVID. From COVID. From That's, coronavirus. That is fantastic. That's I'm, the happy news. Hope he's okay. Hope the, hope the production is going great, and I need to see this movie, like, tomorrow. I need it. There are so many movies I need to see tomorrow, but... I don't know when that's going to happen. I know. We'll just keep on keeping on. Well, I, we'll wait forever for you guys. We Honestly, we'll go into eternity for y'all. I mean, how long did we wait for Midnight Sun? Wow. I can wait that long. And honestly, the wait for Breaking Dawn felt long. When you're 13 years old and don't have yeah. much to look forward to, the release of the fourth Twilight Saga book really Big was painful. deal. And we waited a year for, between Breaking Dawn Part 1 and Breaking Dawn Part 2. That we is can true. do this. We can do We've got this thank you for joining us again we hope yeah. you've enjoyed the soothing sounds of our voices yes, absolutely we just love doing this and do. it's just two girls gabbing away so it's great it's great i love it and i love you love you too jen okay bye bye